Striking while the iron's hot to be your authoritative voice for New Mexico soccer. Welcome to We Are Seek and Strike podcast. Sponsored by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. Brought to you by Beautiful Game Network. Find us on the web at seekandstrikecollective.com. Welcome back to another week. Uh, this week, unlike the last week, it is coronavirus 19. We are five days in. And so this episode, we've got a special guest. We've got Lindsay Allen uh, of The Curse. She is the brand and identity manager, but she's also our friend as well. Aww. Welcome, Lindsay. How you doing? Doing good. How are you doing with all this? Oof. Definitely doing good. Trying to wash my hands for 20 seconds and sing songs. Yeah. Yeah. Hunkered down. <laughs> and, also, and, and also, Alicia obviously is on the line. Just got off of work. How you doing, Alicia? I'm trying not to drive myself crazy with no sports. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely crazy, right? Uh, yeah. Gosh, what? <laughs> I mean, you know, speaking of no sports, uh, what have you guys been doing? I've been binge watching and doing some design work for the curse, you know, getting staying on my toes, but been a little lazy. I know you've been binge watching. I've been watching you on Facebook. And uh, what show was that that you were watching the other day where it was like you're giving us like kind of the rundown clip by clip? <laughs> oh, it was cringy of the cringiest. Um, Love is blind. It was guiltfully awesome. <laughs> Alicia, did you get to kind of watch those clips? Well, I was like looking at the trailer and I was like, well, since I'm going to have to self-quarantine, I might as well watch something yeah. if my work shuts down. And that honestly looked pretty good to watch. <laughs> I recommend it for a binge. It was worth my time. <laughs> I'm going to have to take your advice on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching that and I was like, man, I was. it was suspenseful. I was like, I was looking for the next clip. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know today uh, a good amount of the United fan base was sitting on Twitch watching the replay of United and Tulsa Roughnecks. Did you join in on that, Lindsay? I did. It was actually a lot of fun. Um, it was nice to have the live commenting uh, you could watch, you know, and interact with each other, which is kind of nice, even though that we're not. We just want to give each other that big family hug because that's what it feels like we've grown into um, over this last season. So it's just like this is we should be prepping for game day this Saturday. Like we should be home. We should be painting Tifo right now. We should be, you know, so many things that we should be doing um, for our team. But we're kind of at a halt for a little while, at least until May. So. You know, it was a good way to connect, even though we can't physically connect. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't join in. I was sadly at work. I work at a daycare right now, and it's been like it's been slow but hectic. But just taking those precautions that everybody's been to do, and I wish I could have joined in. As like you said, I'm sad too that this Saturday should have been game day. We should have been. Uh, making that TIFO for El Paso and bringing in the rival, but you know, it has to wait till May 10th. And that news came up today, unfortunately, and it kind of uh, put my day down a little bit. Yeah, that was definitely drastic to hear May 10th. I'm like, okay, that puts us at RGV. So maybe Ron Patel really has something in there with the club. He's like, our second match will be against New Mexico United. 
Uh, gotta love Ron. We'll definitely miss Ron, but he's still in this. Like, did you guys see that on Twitter? Toros Unidos. I did oh, see that. Or Toros. Someone's Toros. That's what he stole. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. They're getting kind of busy over there. I saw that they have like a FIFA tournament going on. And uh... yeah, good stuff. Oh, um, I don't know if you saw on Twitter right now that they have uh, the USL just posted, like, who do you think has the best kit so far? And Besides New Mexico United, do you have any other favorite kits that you saw? Champions League? Uh, it, could, it could be there. Like, I'm more just like USL based right now. <laughs> Let's see here. For USL, definitely, I of course, I got to go with Chris. I love Ford Madison. I love the way they had the names of um, the fans and stuff on the kit. That was a really cool um, aspect. I really enjoyed that from the kit reveals that I've seen so far. Um, there hasn't been too many like crazy changes. I think that have been made Tulsa. I really like Tulsa's. It reminds me a lot of Atlanta United's and I support, uh, Atlanta United, uh, for one of my MSL MLS teams. So, um, those are the ones I like so far. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm <clears throat> definitely on the Ford Madison. Um, I, I just, I like the colors. It's, it's, Looking at last year's kids, it's hard to think. Okay, how can they, you know, overdo what they've done? Because I mean, they came out of the gate with this like hot pink with feathers for the for the kit. You know what I mean? And for the longest time, we all thought Dairyland was like a milk company, but it really is like an insurance company. And so, <laughs> so you know, it was like pretty chill um, this year. Like, I mean, the FC Tulsa like do-over is i mean the rebrand it's cool it's like you know the we talked about it last week me and alicia but it's like the white kits with the uh the gold or uh, the gold numbers like that was kind of a nice touch um i know i've looked at the san antonio checkered it's kind of nice though i know at first you know everyone's like you know prone to kind of throw up memes that it looks like a checkerboard you know um uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just the different kits, but it's like, you know, we haven't really seen too much. I mean, I, I think if anything, like, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to see more, you know, and and I don't think we've I don't think I don't know if we've seen them all. Yeah, no, um, I, I still make fun of San Antonio's kit. It, literally, I could play checkers on it if I'm missing the mat itself. <laughs> and um, one of my. <laughs> One of my favorite kits so far that was released is actually North Carolina's FCs. It's a white kit. It's Adidas. But in the middle, it has the Dreamville. And I'm a big J. Cole fan. And I'm in love with that kit. I'm actually thinking of purchasing it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in the same league. I don't know. <laughs> I know. But I'm a J. Cole fan, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, you just might have to... It's on the Eastern Conference. I think you could be safe. Yeah, maybe. I have an East and a West team for MLS. I have to. I can't really? just Which, stick with one. What do you got for <laughs> what do you got for the West? West, I'm a Rapids fan. Really? Yeah. Okay. How'd that happen? How'd that oh. happen? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about this. I want to I want to hear these stories. Proximity. Um, I was able to like experience my first games up there, you know, just kind of local that kind of thing. So it feels felt closer to home. So kind of went with that. 
Okay. Um, LAFC, I love following their supporters. Following supporters groups is kind of like my jam. So I like doing okay. that. So I have my little supporters groups that I follow. So it's a lot Yeah, of I just started uh, listening to the podcast that LAFC does. Um, that That's pretty cool. I mean, just hearing kind of what they're doing. I mean, I got turned on to that through, through RJ's mentions on Twitter and uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a galaxy fan, just mainly, you know, at the time that was a team that was there, you know, being from Cali, that was kind of like my thing. And of course it is crazy seeing LAFC come on the scene and kind of having that full atmosphere. You know, it is a little threatening, you know, to my fandom of the galaxy because you know, every once in a while you feel like, oh, man, you could just like both of them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you clearly have to choose. Um, I don't have an Eastern Conference team. I think sometimes it's it's really hard to watch both conferences in any sport just about. And, uh, you know, USL-wise, like I was trying to watch Birmingham just being born in Alabama. But I have not got a chance to really watch the Legion at all. So, um, I was kind of hoping through this coronavirus that we would get a chance to actually catch up on Eastern Conference play as well. We don't have much to look at from this season. That's the thing that really stinks. We had one weekend. That is true. Yeah. I mean, because I don't even know if ESPN had the on-demand from last season. I think you could still go back and see some of them. I know some people have said they – I've heard – people talking about how they go back and watch some, but I haven't yet other than the Twitch broadcast tonight. So from last right. season, at least Austin, I was able to rewatch. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's good stuff right there. You know, so I got, I got a question for you. So like, I know I kind of mentioned a little bit that you do the brand and identity for the curse, you know, and obviously that's a new committee this year, you know, or at least that's formally a new committee. It was happening obviously, but, um, what what are your plans for that that committee? Like, what do you already have underway? If that you can share with us? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so we have a few different things coming out that'll be really cool. We're working on getting um, a couple special edition scarves throughout the season um, for people to collect um, and trade. You know, with other supporters, we always encourage that. Um, but this year, one of my cool new things. It was inspired by. Another fellow artist, Amanda Tellez, um, she was talking, she's a huge Portland Timbers supporter, and she was talking like how they would um, exchange patches. And I think I was like, oh, that's really cool. They'd make one for each match. And I was like, that sounds like super cool. And I was like, thinking of something that we could do and incorporate the arts here in New Mexico. So what we want to do is we're going to have a limited edition sticker um, designed for each and every home match. And it's going to be limited edition. Um, the artist is going to get a sticker of their own and some social media credit, um, but it's going to be really cool. So we're going to have different artists focusing on either the opponent or the theme night um, for that match. So it's so sad. I have the first night stickers sitting on my table right now, and I can't even use them because we don't have a first game. Um, but it's going to be really cool. It's going to kind of be like a collector's item where it's like, you know what? I really like this other team. You know, maybe I want to collect this sticker or something like that. So um, our goal is to have a lot of different artists. The first artist was Amanda. Um, she did the first one. Um, 
talking with some other supporters, some 7K Ultras up in Santa Fe um, that, that are wanting to help out on this project. So any artists, if you want to participate, um, we're focusing on either the curse, um, the opponent that we're playing that match, um, or either theme nights. So the different theme nights that we have to, to just kind of commemorate that match. Um, so we're not focusing on United so much, but just kind of making fun of the opponents and just having fun with it. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and what are I things you want to see from the curse? Say that again? What are some things you guys want to see from the curse? Alicia, I'll let you take this one first. Oh, actually, it kind of goes into that question, but I saw on, I think it was Instagram or Facebook, one of those two, that you were actually working on the Curse app? Yes, we are. Um, it should be launchable here in about a week or so. Um, we're just finishing up things, and then it um, when you kick it to like Apple developers and stuff like this, according to my husband, he's the developer. Um, Nate, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. Um, Shout out to Nate. <laughs> but um, it should be available very soon. Our goal is we have um, videos and recordings of the chants so that people can follow along and learn the chants. Um, we will have a list of different events for committees, um, events like tailgates, watch parties, everything like that on the app. A little bit about us. And then, of course, you know, directing people to our website. And it's just starting out. We wanted to start basic because we want our stadium is so big, right? We have so many different areas of our stadium and, you know, our sections of the curse. Yes, we're loud, but you can't always hear us. You might not always know what we're saying. Um, so this way, hopefully more people around the stadium will get to learn our chants this year. and We can be even more of a, a force to reckon with. So it'll be super excited. So right now, since May 10th is our our first you know, opening day, hopefully around that time, it'll definitely be open for then. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, so you can learn at home during this craziness of quarantine and self staying inside. So that's really okay. neat. Yeah. I would kind of, you were asking what I would like to see. Um, you know, I think that, I think, yeah, the, the chants and songs are cool. And I would even say maybe it might be cool to have something interactive, like uh, like maybe like the Tifo, but like the way it's it's painted, uh, and and what was it like like fast time? You know what I'm saying? Like where you can basically like oh, just yeah. put a camera up. There you go, and just basically just see seeing like what it took to do it. I think that would be sick, or even just like miniature stencils of TIFOs for people to use for, you know, whatever like DIY thing they want to do, like, you know, coloring aspects. Oh, cool. Awesome. That's some good ideas. I like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, and Alicia, you want to take the next one? You got, you got another question? All right, I'll take it. So then, uh, <laughs> all right. So then, my 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 question for you then uh, is: Yeah, I did... actually, oh, from fan um, two, and uh, I was just wondering, like, how you got in. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> 
I think I got where you're going with that. Um, how did I get into following Liverpool? Um, well, we had my husband and I, I had watched MLS for a very long time, um, playing soccer myself growing up. Um, so I had followed it here, <laughs> but not so much. <laughs> um, not so much um, Champions League. Um, so we started watching a lot last winter. Um, and we were kind of like, okay, you know, we kind of had it narrowed down to a couple teams, you know, I'd get the alerts and start watching a bunch of them. Sorry. And then Sorry, we it's kind up, of like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, um, and I was, so we ended up going to Star Brothers um, and just kind of falling in love with the people there that also supported the team. And um, Ron Patel actually is a huge reason why we became a supporter of Liverpool too, just talking to him, the culture of the team and just fell in love with it. So it's been a lot of fun this season. We were actually watching last night, the dropkick Murphy's show for um, that. They live streamed for um, St. Patty's day and they played. You'll never walk alone. So Nate has some very funny videos of me, like skanking and singing. You'll never walk alone. So I'll admit that dorkiness inside. Uh, me. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. <laughs> How did you get into Liverpool, Alicia? <laughs> She just picked the best team on the table. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wait, wait. So I can't, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. Well, because I know you're a Man U fan. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Okay. Hey, so she wanted to know how you became a Liverpool fan. <laughs> Do you have... Do we lose her again? I think she's... Oh, it's it's just lagging a little <laughs> bit on her end, I think is what she said. There she is. Hey, we can now, hear you. Do you have a favorite player? Yes, Trent Alexander Arnold. Um well He's actually my favorite. I, I need that I player of the month. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, she's like hearing it. Champions like, League delayed. final, which was uh, Tottenham and Liverpool. And I was actually rooting for Tottenham in that final. I didn't really have a set team yet. And I was like, you know what? Come on, tie it, tie it. Oh. <laughs> uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. Yep. Oh, She's yeah. gonna restart. So we'll. Uh, can you? Yeah, hear we me? got you now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Totally, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Can you guys hear me? Man. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. So yep. how I got into Liverpool. Well, actually, it... it... <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I love Alexander-Arnold, but... um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think I am. So I think she'll restart, and then while she's restarting, I'll, I'll ask you, um, so without there being any, like, football right now, um, what things are you doing to try to, you know, I mean, like, are you watching any old, um, any old uh, Liverpool games? Are you watching any old United matches? Like, I mean, like what what things are you doing? I mean, five five days in and hearing that it's going to be, you know, obviously until the tenth of May is like quite a bit of time. So, I mean, like you know. Well, I've been um, designing stuff, so that's been helping me get through some things, but that won't last too much longer. Um, Definitely going to rewatch some matches. Um, the Champions League final is on the top of the list from last year for me. Um, although it's a heartbreaker, the trip to Minnesota was so much fun. Like, just if I can find that match, rewatch that one. Um, so, yeah, here and there, I'll try to try to do some Google Hangouts, um, things like that to stay in touch with people, even though they're far away and you can't really see anyone. Um, my husband just started working from home. So as long as, um, we can survive each other, which we will, it'll be fine. It'll be nice. Actually. What What do you um, think about, what do you think about the fact that I think I saw on the internet that UEFA is saying that, that they won't, uh, give Liverpool the title if the season's canceled. I mean, like what's your, what's your thought about that? I don't know. Um, mathematically, you know, it just depends if they, I don't think they should not give them a title. Um, I think they are far enough ahead um, in points wise that they have proven themselves. Um, you know, I, I don't want there to be an asterisk next to it. Unfortunately, I feel like there's going to be, um, but I would, I want them to lift that trophy. Um, they deserve it. They really do. They have what one loss and one time. Yeah. It months? is, pre- okay. it is, it's pretty impressive. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy to think that that what that they may not get it. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the idea. Like, I'm a Dodgers fan, and you know, the Astros cheated, and so it's like, do I really want the Dodgers to get World Series? Like, as like you know, kind of a well a stipulation. Like, not really. You know, I mean, yeah, we wanted them to win at the time, but you know, the fact that they're just voided out is like that's good. And I mean, you're, in your case, it's like your team has obviously, you know, got the record. They're obviously winning, and it's so close. And the fact that it doesn't finish and they don't award them something, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, I could say you probably should get a regular season title, but you know what I mean? But the idea that, like, you know, that there won't be a cup associated with that is just kind of – I mean, that's got to at least be postponed or something. I think so. There's too far into the season, I think to really be able to just do that. But who knows? It's not my, it's above my pay grade. So 
you know, back to the app, something that would be interesting to see in the app is like articles filtering in because, uh, we know on the USL app, you know, USL doesn't really filter in a lot of the independent media that's like going for the team. So it's like, they just really only drive what, what they obviously source, but yeah. it would be interesting to be able to see like articles from all the different outlets that we have, you know, not just seek and strike, but also like, you know, the other ones that are out there. Um, that so would be interesting. Yeah. Like someone's going to news and, you mm-hmm. know, just, you know, you know, I think even sometimes when Andrew when Andrew Gunn is doing the journal stuff, I think any articles that are related to the team would be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, our goal right now is to just start basic so we can get it out there and then make updates as we go through with different things too. And, you know, testing out, especially like, okay, we have too much or too little, you know what I mean? Especially at the stadiums, we just want to make sure people can access it, especially with all the, because everyone's like, my service stinks in the lab. So we just want to make sure, too, it works that way. Uh, we're always wanting to link things together, too, and create a great database. Because we're going to do something like that with promotions later on. Um, like where your, your curse membership, um, Los Crucitos membership goes, things like that. But I'm sure that's, that's something that we could definitely add on to. I think that's a great idea. How many uh, members are in your committee right now? Right now, we have about 12 to 15. Um, in my committee that are working, um, registered curse members, they're great people. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of different things right now. We kind of got stuff put on hold a little bit since we're kind of suspending our meetings and stuff. Um, but still trying to meet digitally and, and talk digitally. So. Right on. Welcome back, Alicia. Sorry. I had no idea what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's all good. It's all good. I was just talking to Lindsay more about how many committee members were in the uh, brand and identity, uh, or how many how many members were in that committee that she's running, and uh, you know, just talking a little bit more about you know Liverpool's uh, possible title that they might get or might not get. Mm-hmm. That they will get. <laughs> they will. Hopefully, yeah. I have confidence in that. Just not so much Champions League. Let's just forget about that. That, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to talk about that at all. (laughs) That was sad. Uh, I know. (laughs) Um, So with your brand and identity, with, because I know you, make like the 3d the earrings the little shields um are you yeah. still doing that yeah i am um yeah there should be um there was plans to launch a new design this week um that the team store was gonna have uh but unfortunately with everything going on right now um that that isn't the case this week but there are a couple of new designs that the store will have along with the original three designs. Um, so I'm still doing that. Um, and then I'm also still working with um, one of my bestest friends, Aaron, and we're still doing our two blondes, make a two pole or a TIFO. Cause yeah. And we do the two poles, which are a lot of fun. So. Yeah. I was talking to her earlier. Yeah. Those are actually really. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, those are actually really neat. You, the tifos that you guys made last season, I I had a couple of favorite, and they were really really cool. 
Thank you so much. You're welcome. Which one was your favorite? Oh, man. It's between um, the year Juan and a Million or <laughs> Manny's. I can't choose Manny. between those two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> man, there will be another Manny one this year. We, we started a little ahead of time. So there's definitely going to be another Manny one this year. So we've already got a few of them painted. So the season is happening because there are going to be TIFOs. <laughs> How did you how did you guys <laughs> put that together? How how did the whole two blondes make a TIFO come together? Um it's really a funny story. Um it actually happened at Star Brothers. We were always at watch parties, um, Aaron and I watching together and not knowing each other at all. We we always ended up in the bathroom like at the same time. So I think it was like right at the beginning of halftime, we'd always end up in the bathroom. And run into each other, and we just started talking from there. And then we hung out at um, we hung out in Colorado when we went to go watch them play against um, the oh my God, the Switchbacks, yeah, because we were on we went to the away trip for the Switchbacks. And from then we just kind of hung out and started talking. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to do this. She's like, so why? That'd be so much fun. And then the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, the the definitely you guys definitely have like a lot of cool like cool like crafty ideas for sure. Every time those tifos come out, um, you know, so that that's definitely rad. I mean, the one that was done earlier this year, obviously the the two cup vision was legit. So uh, that was a killer Aaron design right there. Yeah, that's yeah that that one is great, um, you know, and I think it really does kind of put like a lot of emphasis on the season that we're trying to have, right? But you know, even even though right now, I mean, obviously the the U.S. Open Cup is delayed as well. You know, I wonder if we'll even actually participate in that, if that will even happen for anyone. Yeah, that's a if it, yeah if teams can fit it into the schedules too, that's what's going to be really hard. Yeah, so. it definitely is. Uh, Alicia, do you have any other questions or anything that you want to say? Uh, no, I I really don't right now. Other than the fact that, um, what did you like seeing in? No, it's the first game, and we're barely starting out. But anything that you liked from what you saw at the Austin match? You know, um. Being there at the match, of course, you're like in the moment, you know. So, of course, we went back and rewatched it when we came home. And, man, that press that we had in like the first 15 minutes of that match, if we could have just kept that up a little bit more, we I think we really would have a, a different outcome in that match. Um, really and truly, um, you know, I yes, we did lose. We lost on a PK. Um, I hate losing to a PK. That is like the worst way to lose. And especially when there's a handball right in front of you, like right even before that penalty happened, that that was what's kind of gut-wrenching on that one. But that press was really, really nice. Um, our defense, even though they didn't look flat, which I really liked considering that we had Najem playing, you know, out of position. Um, when we had Tete, Suggs, um, and Yearwood all out. So um, that that was promising too. Um, 
seeing some of the new guys. I really enjoyed that. Um, Romeo Parks. Oh, he's going to be, he's going to be doing some awesome stuff for us this year. Right? And then um, Amando, man, there's so much grit and speed in that fella. Oh, I'm just, I'm excited to watch him. Like that is, oh, I'm just excited to see everything. I want it now. Making me sad now. <laughs> well, uh, Char- Charlie Tuna, my cat, has joined the podcast. <laughs> he uh, he wanted oh. to come and show a little love. How cute! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, little side look- note here. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and I'm not a fan of the Broncos, but in love with Emmanuel Sanders on the 49ers. <laughs> he was amazing. Um, I loved E. He was my favorite player. Yeah. I like, you know, he was one of my favorites. Well, besides besides Philip Lindsay, like I have to like, like I have to like Lindsay. Like there's just like, how could I not? Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I loved him. He's a great player. He's fun to watch. He's charismatic. Um, so I'm sad to see him go to the Cowboys. Like that. This virus yeah, no, has got the sports that. team. Mm. Not happy about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys yeah, doing to stay So again. What are y'all staying to do or uh, doing to like stay up to date on United and stuff to get your fix? Ooh, well, we're doing these pods obviously like on the weekly. That's what that's one thing we're doing. Um, one of my one of our other riders, Josh Kaskinen, is currently actually doing uh, some New Mexico history. So he's essentially looking up all the different leagues all the different uh, soccer leagues that there have been um, indoor and outdoor and looking up any traces of New Mexico teams. Cause you know, seek and strike is not just United. It's, it's New Mexico United and New Mexico soccer teams. And so we're currently kind of looking up history. So that that's one of the projects that we're currently working on right now. And, you know, we'll have some written pieces during this time um, along with like different pro soccer players that are, you know, from New Mexico. So just trying to take some different vantage points and create some different content. We've got, you know, just some of those things for the most part. Um, you know, and then I think we're just trying to ultimately just just stay afloat. Do you know what I mean? Like we were doing we were doing uh, open cup episodes on the side too, and uh, you know, and kind of you know laying a couple. <laughs> Laying some of the foundation, um, <laughs> ultimately for for the Open Cup until obviously things change, you know. So I mean, you know, uh, you know, Alicia is the boss. She like told us we have to do podcast episodes every week. So <laughs> okay, I said that. Alicia, what are um, you doing to stay afloat? Other than I am uh, just constantly on twitter i didn't get a twitter till like what two weeks ago um so i've like i've been on that and just like checking up on the usl other teams and re-watching games because i i have no idea working at the daycare like these 
these kids drive me crazy at the end of the day. So I have to like sit down and, and watch something. I understand that for sure. So what did you think of uh, United and FC Tulsa engaging in a uh, tic-tac-toe match? Alicia, did you get to check that out? Yeah, I did. I actually thought it was pretty funny because I was like, man, we can't even win at tic-tac-toe now. <laughs> Leaving points on the table, you know, in a, in a classic match of tic-tac-toe. Did anyone watch the uh, Twitch stream of David Carl and RJ Montano? That's all I was watching. <laughs> it was hilarious. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was a really fun way to bring people together. Yeah, it was. Uh, it definitely was interesting. And now I guess you're seeing like different teams or entities do what looks like what Connect Four and Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. So. I think that that's definitely very creative ways for them to kind of engage fans, if you will, or keep everyone kind of posted. Um, and again, tonight's just, you know, rewatch of, of that match uh, with Tulsa uh, is great. I, I We won that match 2-1, right? Like originally. Mm-hmm. But I remember that was – Luca Lobo was on fire around that time. It was pretty early in the season that mm-hmm. he was – scoring goals like every week. So I do remember that he got one of the goals in that match. I'm not sure if he got, uh, you know, I mean, obviously I think he got the lone goal, but I do remember he was a threat originally. He was definitely a threat. And there were some really good saves in the second half, you know, saw some of the things that I think we're going to be able to combat this year. Um, you know, that kind of 60 minute plus wall that we would seem to hit sometimes. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that um, our depth is going to help us with that. Um, I definitely um, saw a change, even though we got that, they got that PK on us. I didn't really see that 60 minute wall against Austin. Um, so definitely saw that in the Tulsa game. That definitely was, uh, that was the, the tail of the tails pretty much what the, through the first five or six games last year was, you know, scoring first half and then just conceding goals in the second half, not really being able to hold full 90s. And uh, like you said, just that wall, you know, and, and you're right, we didn't see it in Austin. It seemed like they kind of charged through it. I mean, there was a point, I think maybe early 50, where it was kind of like, okay, you know, things changed. But when the subs, when the subs came in, it seemed like there was a new life, mm-hmm. you know, um, you, you know, I, you know, when me and Alicia, we talked about the subs, like the subs, obviously from a fan's perspective, maybe aren't always the subs where you want to see. Did you think anyone else would have came in besides um, Estrada? Um, who was it? It was Estrada, Hamilton, and, and Sergei. Um, the only other person that really and truly, I think for our midfield would have been Muhammad. Um, you know what I mean? Like that might've been another choice for me. I think everyone's like, Oh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. But Muhammad would have been, um, you know, his just control and poise there in the midfield. I, I, I like that stability, um, with Muhammad. Um, so just, and it's someone I know, obviously. So, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would be like my only, um, thing, but from what we saw in our preseason though, um, Sammy, Sergi, Ser- 
Sir Jai. There we go. Um, he, um, you know, posed that he was a big threat. You know, he's tall. He got some hang, um, some headers in there, you know, during preseason. So I can see Troy's, you know, leaning that direction too. So, uh, yeah, I got to agree with you, Lindsay. I, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I got to agree with you there. Everybody's saying, like, bring in Bruce, bring in Bruce, but I wanted Muhammad out there. Be- midfield well and on one game last season he did uh play the wing a little bit and i actually liked him on the wing he did a pretty good job there i was kind of upset when they did take out tanari because if they would have taken out guzman and let's say put muhammad in in a different game but the midfield would have still been kind of controlled but in a more of an attacking way yeah i can definitely see your point there it's good stuff um, I got this question for you just to kind of take it off of, off of soccer, but, uh, what are some of your survival snacks right now? Oh, survival snacks. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've been going to like egg rolls right now. Like I was just making like this morning I made like breakfast egg rolls and like Buffalo chicken egg rolls. So I've been making egg rolls. And then uh, uh, I found the like they're the cookies that you get when you fly on Delta, and they like taste the best with coffee. So I got those. So those are kind of my go-to snacks right now. Are those the Walker shortbread cookies or no? I don't I think so. They're kind of like I don't know. I, don't, I just saw the package. I think they're the lots. They're the lots ones. Okay, I have not heard of those cookies. They're good. I'll send you a picture of what they look like. They're just out of reach right now. Alicia, what's your go-to for uh, what's your what's your go-to your quarantine snacks? I haven't. It's mostly been kind of like uh, just potato chips, or here once in a while, if I'm like really hungry, I'll make myself a, a classic bologna. Dang, that's all rich. <laughs> what about you, Chris? <laughs> oh, you know, if you're, you're paying attention to my Facebook, I I killed that pack of Oreos last night. I really did. I killed it. Um, so I don't know. It was the, the troll Oreos. I was kind of disappointed that I was basically eating blonde Oreos with food coloring, and uh, and I'd say uh, I'd say. I'm trying to think. I've been kind of, I got like a, this table behind my laptop. And so I pretty much got all my non perishables just chilling on this table. So I can kind of just grab from this table as I'm, as I'm doing things. So it's been chili cheese Fritos and like yogurt bars and like coconut water. That's kind of been like the go to for the most part. I got like, you know, spaghetti noodles and rice and all that, but you know, I'm not trying to break down and cook a full meal just yet. <laughs> so it's been just junk food, I guess. It's crazy. I don't know. There's no way to live. <laughs> I'm like, I've just been cooking. I love cooking. Though tonight is definitely um, I... go ahead. Oh, I just got a little sidetracked in here. Uh, you guys if 
Check out Manny Padilla's Instagram story. It's hilarious. Oh, I saw that <laughs> with him running. You saw? <laughs> yes. Well, let me let me get on that. Let me oh, see what's going on. Oh my god, that was hilarious. What the heck is this? Wait, he's got soap on the floor. Yes, and water. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay. Dude, Manny Padilla is getting down right here. This is crazy to me. <laughs> Thanks, Manny, for the quarantine funny. Just oh don't hurt God. yourself. <laughs> okay, but the one before that was funny, though. The... Uh... It looks like he's doing a handstand, but he's like really not. <laughs> you know, okay, so here's a funny thing. Manny Padilla has okay, so he he has an image. I don't know if it's on his Instagram, if you've seen this. It's from like a really long time ago before he had I think he was with LA Galaxy. It was like when he was Academy still. And, and like if you scroll on his Instagram. He's like fit his whole body into a pair of pants. Have you seen that picture? <laughs> no. His whole yeah, his whole body. Like he got yeah. uh, all the way up into his head or something. And it's he's just in this pair of pants. And uh <laughs> it, like it's crazy. Like I, if I find it, I'll I'll tag you to it. It is the ridiculous thing. I <laughs> it was crazy. That's hilarious. I mean, I I pass off to the players for trying to keep us engaged because, you know, Kaylin Ryden really got me. I was really expecting to do a header from the bed only to Sorry, realize he was just laying down. I, I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's like a side header, you know, and, and it, it was just nothing but him just taking a nap. That was pretty trippy. <laughs> I think they should just, like, elect a player, like, each day for them each to do something kind of funny like that every day. So there's a new player every day. That'd be kind of fun. Right. Or uh, the toilet paper challenge. I have to say Devin Sandoval's one was pretty sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite one so far. I was like, damn, that's some skill. He got it like just tucked right between his quad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I you know, I think that you know, they're doing a good job. I mean, the players are trying to keep us engaged. The club's obviously, you know, trying to do what they can do. Um, you know, we're seeing online, like, you know, obviously, like, if you're a member of soccer, soccer fans of Albuquerque, there's, you know, a thread about all the different soccer movies you could be watching right now. Um, ooh, what's some of your favorite soccer movies? Ooh. What do you got, Alicia? I got made fun of for this, but I love She's the Man. Nice. <laughs> you know, uh, wasn't, uh, what was that movie called? The Big Green, wasn't that one? Yes. I was just going to look that up because I couldn't remember if that was its name or not. <laughs> yeah, the, the Big Green was legit. Um, was the Ladybugs was one too, right? Yep. Were there like little ladybugs on the ball for the goalkeeper? She was like big on catching butterflies or something like that. Yeah, kicking and screaming is pretty funny too. Okay. Uh, uh, what was that one? Was it called Shaolin Soccer? 
I think it's Shaolin Soccer where they're like, it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like martial arts and soccer. Like, I, I want to say that's the name of that movie. It's like super crazy. Well, if you speak Spanish or if you just like want to watch it with subtitles, um, one of my favorite movies, it's called Gol. It's G-O-L. Such a great movie. I just like to listen to a lot of things in Spanish because it sounds so much more emphasized than in English. Like, you know, to hear someone say Galazo like several times is just <laughs> so hyped. So I'm definitely trying to hear it like in as many languages as possible. Yeah, and, I, I recommend that movie. You should check it out. And you just reminded me of something too, Alicia. Like, uh, Lindsay, like last week, you know, soccer was like, like watching live soccer on any of the apps was basically like the the drippy faucet that was like that last drop, and it was like we were we were watching anything. We were watching NDS Super League. We were watching Liga MX. We were watching the Russian Cup Final. We we watched any soccer mm-hmm. that was available to us, mm-hmm. and every day surely you get the little notice that they're suspending play. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it it, it was crazy, you know? And so, you know, I feel like, I feel like we, like, it's almost like, uh, you know, when we had a lot of it, like we were just very choosy, but there's so much of it, you know? Like, it's hard to be like, man, like, should I have watched more soccer than I did? You know, because I wasn't even watching maybe these other leagues until it was all we had. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Um, just anything. And it just it reminds you, like, really how much you do truly love the sport. You know what I mean? Like when you're grasping on to anything and everything, because it's just like you just want to watch football. You know what I mean? You just want to watch soccer. You just want to watch it. And you're grasping on to like the last little thread that you can, you know, um, mm-hmm. it just shows you that it's, mm-hmm. it's your passion, you know? Yeah. This is just five days in. So it's like, you know, we're not even into that full 30, that original 30 days yet. You know? Um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know. Like, you know, like we, maybe we need to get like a major award or something like, you know, <laughs> maybe you could draw like a, uh, <laughs> A medal for all of us, uh, you know, as a sticker for getting through 30 days of this quarantine because, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure. Um, Make your own coins. <laughs> it, it's going to be tough. I, I mean, you know, like, I just can't even imagine that this is the way, like, 2020 was. It seems like yesterday we were looking at pictures of y'all, like, just doing your Roaring Twenties parties on Facebook, and it's kind of crazy. It just, I think it, Yeah. I just think it shows us just really and truly like I think it kind of reality checks the instantaneousness of everything right now. Um, you know, it's, it's all there and it's instant for us, but you know, everyone wants to just go and do it, but we can't right now. And I think that's the hard thing um, because it's been so ingrained in us for so long. Um, but, you know, I think it will help people hopefully take a step back and just be thankful and hopefully more kind. I hope that helps bring that out in people. Yeah, and I mean, social distancing, you know, not too bad when you can get on on a podcast with some friends. 
Um, you know, like we're we're stoked that you came on uh, tonight. Me too. <laughs> Didn't necessarily have to be like X's and O's. It could just strictly be just kind of catching up on on things and passing. I mean, you know, we're all United fans, and you know, we like other soccer too. And just gives us a chance to really kind of get to know people and you know, and kind of see like you know what what it, what the beautiful game is to you. You know, definitely. So, Lindsay, uh, before we wrap up this episode, um, where can people find you on the social medias? Um, on the social medias, you can find me at Two Blondes Make a Tifo on Instagram. Um, that is Aaron and I's where we post all of our fun things for our paintings and everything like that. Um, and then my personal is law underscore law and M on Instagram and on Twitter. Nice. Alicia, you got anything you want to say before we roll out or how, where can people find you on the social medias? Uh, just be safe out there under this uh, quarantine. Try to connect more with your family because I feel like kind of this is what it's all about to take a step back and look what's in front of you and be grateful, as Lindsay said earlier. And I hope we can get games rolling soon here in May. It's, it feels like a long week, a long time away, but it's going to get here faster than you think. But if you guys are looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at um, exclusive underscore Alicia and on Facebook under Alicia Arias. Right on. Yeah. And just to echo the message, you know, here we are just wanted to bring you another week, another episode just to say we're still here. We're here for you. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, connect with your friends, you know, it doesn't matter if you, you know, all get takeout and hop on the webcam or, you know, or what have you, but, uh, definitely just take care of yourself. Make sure you wash your hands, you know, and, uh, put on, put on the, 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 what is that? The Purell? Is that what it is? The, uh, mm -hmm. the alcohol stuff, you know, just, you know, take care of yourself, wash your hands, keep clean. Um, don't get stuck eating junk food. Make sure you get some nutrients and, uh, you, <laughs> and you can find me on, uh, at by Chris Walker on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So we're going to wrap this up and we'll catch you next week, uh, with a different guest. Thank you, Lindsay. We appreciated you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, Lindsay. You've been listening to We Are Seek and Strike podcast, brought to you by Beautiful Game Network. Find more USL-related podcasts at bgn.fm. To never miss an episode, consider subscribing wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the episode. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Seek and Strike Collective. Lastly, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.